In this episode of Serious About Tech, we talk about the Samsung Galaxy S10 and more phones from MWC 2019. All that coming up right after these messages. Having a website is important for any brand. That is why you should get Zachary Webb, the host of this podcast, to create that website for you. I can create a great website that is flexible but simple, easy but secure. You can get 10% off your website from Zachary Webb by mentioning the Serious About Tech podcast. Just go to seriousabouttech.com slash WWS. That's seriousabouttech.com slash WWS. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Serious About Tech podcast. Here you can expect news, reviews, and discussion from your host, Zachary Webb. Today we're going to be covering the Galaxy S10 and more from MWC 2019. Now, MWC is Mobile World Congress. I've covered it. Uh, I covered it last year. And it is where a lot of new phones, foldables, and other things mobile get announced. This time, the Galaxy S10 series was announced just a few days prior um, by Samsung. And there's some more stuff. But I thought first we would get into the Galaxy S10. It's the... Uh, most popular Android flagship in the United States, and as such, many people have one. Many people own these phones because they really like these phones. So we're going to get right into that. First of all, we'll talk about the specs. The specs of this, these devices are great. They've got the new Snapdragon 855 uh, processor by Qualcomm, and... Uh, base 6 gig of RAM for the S10e, and the others have 8 gigs as their base. Now, they have four, well, three devices for now, the Galaxy S10e, the S10, and the S10 Plus. The S10e, you can think of it as the replacement. It's not, near, it's not a replacement for last year's S9, even though it's around the same price as the S9. Um, they all have good displays. The Galaxy S10e having a 5.8-inch display, um, not curved like the the uh, previous Galaxy phones that have a slight curve on the edge of the display to make it more. Um, it looks nicer, and it's easier to hold in the hand. Um, this is a smoother feel. They all have a good display on them. The S10e only has a 1080p display. The others have a 1440p display, just slightly higher um, quality, not not that noticeable. Um, it's got a 5.8 inch, as I said, and then the S10 has the 6.1, and the S10 Plus has the has the 6.4 inch. Um, they'll have a lot of storage. They come with 128 standard on all of the models. You can get a 128. Or then there's a 256 option um, on the SNE or 512 on the S10 and S10 Plus. And you also have a micro SD card slot in there if you want to add a micro SD card. Um, for batteries, you've got good batteries on all of them. They've got fast wired charging and wireless charging. Um, not as fast as some companies, but pretty fast. And you can also put a wireless charging device on the back of your S10 series phone and charge the other device wirelessly. That's really cool. Cameras. Here's a big difference. The S10e has a wide-angle and a normal camera on the back, while as the 
S10 and S10 Plus have three cameras. They also have a two times zoom, a telephoto camera. Um, the main camera is the same on all three phones, which is great. And the wide angle is the same. Uh, the same one is used on all three. And then the selfie camera is the same, except for the S10 Plus has a second depth selfie camera. And we're going to talk more about the selfie cameras soon after we talk about the specs. Uh, fingerprint readers, um, the S10 S10 Plus have it in the screen and the S10e has it on the side of the, the device in the power button. They all support uh, Type-C. Uh, that's how you charge it, is with USB Type-C. Um, I'll have Wi-Fi and all that kind of stuff. Bluetooth 5 come in a variety of colors, namely white, of course, black. White they had not had in some previous phones. Uh, the S6 had it, but they haven't had white. And then they have black, uh, green, blue, and then they have a yellow and pink that are in, only in certain countries. Um, and then there's a, a, a ceramic, ceramic versions of the S10 Plus that are only available in certain regions also. These phones are great. Um, the prices, we'll be getting to those. Those are not so great. But the design. So here's where the Galaxy S10e has a, well, that all of them have a, hole punch. Basically, if you imagine a phone and it's got where it's all screen at the front pretty much, pretty much all screen, and then there's a little hole in the display for the front camera to see you through. So that's what the S10 series has. And it looks nice for the most part. The S10 Plus has two cameras, so it's got a bigger, like a wider hole in the display that doesn't really look so nice. They're all in the top right corner. If you're looking at it, portrait mode, it's the top right corner. And pricing is $750 for the S10e. That's the base model with 6 gigs of RAM and 128 gigabytes of storage. It goes up to 850 for an 8GB RAM, 256GB model. Then there's the S10, starts at 900 and the S10 Plus starts at $1,000. If, uh, if you're in Europe, it's the same thing, just in Euros. And if you are in the UK, it's slightly less, um, slightly less in that currency, but probably the same price. And these phones, I would say, for my value proposition of which, like what phone you should get, if you do want to upgrade your phone and these prices aren't too outrageous for you, as they are for many people, me included, the S10e, I think, is the best value because you get the same processor on all three phones. You get the same cameras, except for you don't have the telephoto. Um, but usually you're not going to need a 2x zoom. It's not really that important to spend all the extra money on. You get 6 gigs of RAM or 8 gigs. Still plenty of RAM. And there's enough stored. You can always add more with a microSD card slot. You can add as much as you want through that up to... They have some 1 terabyte microSD cards out now. Um, it's just there's not really a point in spending $1,000 on like the S10 Plus. Now, screen size is different if you're going to have that best, that biggest screen or whatever. But there is the Note 9. There's the Note 8. They've both been discounted now, especially the Note 8 is, well, it's not as new. It may not have as good a battery, not as good a processor. But it's going to be pretty good for those who don't want to spend $750 or more than that. 
Hey listener, if you enjoy the Serious About Deck podcast, consider supporting us on Patreon. Just go to seriousaboutdeck.com slash Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us for as little as a dollar and get all kinds of fun perks. Thank you. Now back to the podcast. Also announced by Samsung is their Samsung Galaxy Fold. This is a foldable phone. It's got a 4.6-inch screen on the outside and a 7.3-inch on the inside. So when you're looking at the device, just imagine a phone. And then when you grab the right side of the phone, you can open it up like a book. Just imagine that. It's got camera on the back. Just Basically just a normal thing. So if you can unfold it, there's a 7.3-inch display right there that is really big. It's still a smartphone on the inside. You got... Still the Snapdragon 855, you can, it's got a big old battery, it's got all that stuff. Um, And there's even an LTE or a 5G version. There's six cameras. And the problem with this phone is that it costs 2,000 euros or uh, $1,980 here in the U.S. That's not surprising because this is a first generation device. It is a new concept. It took a lot of research and development for Samsung to uh, create this foldable phone. Um, The six cameras has three on the back so that you can take pictures with the front smaller display. And it's got one on the front. Um, So when you have the small screen, just how your normal selfie camera would be. And then it's got two on the inside. So, So when you have it unfolded and you're looking at the tablet, you still have two cameras that you can take selfies with and stuff. Um, I suspect a lot of these cameras are probably the same as on the S10 series. And I think it looks pretty good. The screen has, like, where the cameras and stuff are in the top right corner. It's got, like, a little cutout there, but it's still a 7.3-inch display. It does three-way multitasking. You can have three different apps open at the same time and use them and stuff. You have, like, your your maps, open with your search, open with your office, whatever you want to have open. Um, definitely better for multitasking. Um, maybe sometime down the road, people can hold the phone, hold their phone in their hand, hold it in their pocket, and then when they want a tablet, when they want to do more than type on the small screen, or if they want to use it for some kind of navigation system in their cars, like slap it up on a mount where their normal stereo and stuff is. So up right there, there's your big old map. That could be really handy. Um, so we'll see. Maybe if you done a few years down the road, they will have some different stuff for that. There's also the Huawei Mate X. So Huawei, a Chinese company, um, released the Huawei Mate X, which is their own foldable phone. Now, there's a few ways that it is different. It's even more expensive at $2,600. And a few things different though. It folds the opposite direction. So instead of having a small screen on the outside and unfolding it and there's a big screen on the inside, it's got a big screen on the outside and that's what you have. You have a big screen on the outside, you can fold it up, fold it in half basically, and then put it in your pocket wherever. The thing I do not like about this design is that there's always screen then. There's screen on both sides, which is handy if it's handy that there's only one screen to power there's one screen to worry about. Problem is, there's a lot of worry with that screen because when you put it in your pocket, whatever, there's two screens on each side. Dirt gets on there, scratches it. Um, if you drop it, it's more likely to break. Just different things like that that I'm not really 
excited about. It's got three different cameras on the back, um, kind of like Huawei's other other phones do. So it's got good cameras. It's gonna have a good uh, good processor, all that kind of stuff too. Uh, it's got a good hinge or whatever. Uh, also has big batteries, um, and it's got 5G in there too with the Kirin 980 in there. Um, their own processor, their own 5G chip, and it's got a 6.6-inch display um, or a 6.3-inch rear display. Uh, basically, you can have it to where you fold it, and you can use a 6.6-inch screen on one side, a 6.3-inch screen on the other side, or an 8-inch screen, and you have it totally unfolded. It's of course got it's got really fast charging, fast charge up really fast. It's got eight gig RAM and five hundred twelve gigabytes of storage. Just really crazy, and it's also the twenty six hundred dollars. And there's reasons why it's twenty six hundred dollars. Um, so, just with these foldable phones, I don't really think they're going to be a big thing quite yet. I mean, maybe people who have all the money can buy it or buy it just to have a foldable phone in its early days, but it's not really going to be. Uh, widespread quite now. There's more foldable stuff at MWC. The Nubia Alpha, um, it's their wearable. You put it on your wrist, and it's got a um, it's got a display that basically it's curved and stuff, so it wraps around your wrist. Um, it's got a camera on there. It's a watch combined with a smartphone. Now I've been wearing the Xiaomi Mi Band Three. But that's a lot different. That's a very dumbed down. It counts your steps, counts your activity, counts your tracks your sleep, that kind of stuff. Not quite the same as a smartphone on your wrist. Um, there's definitely a lot of problems with this, as I've been reading about the Nubia Alpha. Just definitely feels like it's very it, the technology is not ready and stuff. Um, you can make calls with it, and it costs. Uh, 450 pounds or uh, 550 or 650 for more premium colors and stuff. So we'll have to see how it is. I definitely think it looks kind of nice. We'll have to see how it takes off. I mean, there's people who like to just have it on their wrist if they're going to go run, if they're going to go somewhere that they don't want to take their phone. It does have a camera on there. You can do video calls, stuff like that. But it's not quite the same as having an actual phone with you. And some people like that. Some people are just going to think that's a just a toy, basically, that they don't really need. There may be a Motorola Razor phone. Moving on to another subject here. The They may have a foldable Motorola smartphone. Um, Motorola did a Razor flip phone back in the day. And so they may have a new foldable phone. Think of a flip phone, but it's a smartphone. It's got a big screen that folds. Um, we'll have to see how see if that turns out. The um, more news from MWC is that LG put out their LG G8 smartphone. It's a lot like their LG G7 from last year, but it's got a it uses the whole front of the phone as a speaker, and so it gets rid of the front facing speaker the earpiece and you can just put up your ear you hear the sound through the display um, it's kind of, kind of nice and from what I've seen it's it's just as loud as long as you have it on a surface 
or if you're holding it because the because the vibration sound is vibrations. So it, it uses that. It's got the Snapdragon 855, all the different specs you'd expect, um, and it's got the same 6.1 inch display, except for this time it is an OLED display, which means it has better power efficiency on certain times and it's got better colors and stuff with that 6.1 inch display on it. It's got the 8 gigabytes of RAM, 256 gigabytes of storage. It's got two cameras. They have the G8S. They're um, slightly upgraded one that's got three cameras, your normal wide angle and your two times zoom. And um, the LG phones are usually pretty good. It still has a headphone jack, all the essential stuff. I definitely think um, I think it'll be good. Uh, d depending on the price, it may be around the same price as the S10e. Um, if it's around the same price as the S10e, it's really a toss-up. The S10 is a little bit smaller. It's got a smaller battery, but it also has the hole-punch display. It doesn't have the curved edges, which the, which I assume the G8 probably will. But either phone is going to... I mean, all these new flagships are really good. You can't say that this one's so much better, this one's so much better. They're just all really good right now. Um, the LG also put out the LG 50, LG V50. That's going to be on Sprint. It's a 5G phone, and it also has a second screen attachment. Basically, it takes a thing that looks like a whole other phone, but it's just the screen. It attaches it. You can attach that onto your V50, and then you can use both screens at the same time. So we'll have to see how that works out. Let me know what you think of these new phones. We'll have a poll on the website. Uh, the show notes for this episode are at seriousabouttech.com slash one seven. You can go there to uh, see the different notes in there and links to all different videos of these phones, um, different things like that. You can go to the website to see blogs I do, and you can always be sure to Subscribe there at seriousabouttech.com slash subscribe. Um, I will be putting out more episodes here soon. Um, the Internet of Things episode coming pretty soon. I hope to have some guests on sometime. And uh, you can always go over to patreon.com slash seriousabouttech if you want to drop a few bucks um, to help support me, help support this podcast. If you enjoy the podcast and... Um, if you could rate and review it on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or some other platform, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. And hope you'll tune in again next time. Um, I try to put out these episodes every two weeks or so. Thanks for dropping by, and we'll see you on the next episode of Serious About Tech.